Today's reading is Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made and she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Just read the word of the Lord. Thank you. Oh, it's not too bad. I'm looking at the numbers. Okay. All right. Yes. Good. Good. You guys are the holy people, the faithful one. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just joking. Okay. We're all, we're all holy. and all made in Christ's image. So it's okay. Right. Uh, today, we're still continuing our journey on heroes of the faith. And today we're looking at the story of Mary and Martha, um, and we're going to call them heroes of the faith. And so we're going to see what Mary and Martha have to teach us today about what it means to be a follower of Christ. Um, but before we start, let me ask a question, and I hope you've had some sort of experience like this, or else my sermon is completely gone down the drain. I hope so anyways. Have you had a conversation with somebody, with someone, and... And you say, hey, how are you doing? Long time. How's it going? And they go, oh, wow, Nick, you know what? I am so busy. I'm, you know, work's busy. The house is busy. The kids, the job me insane. Football this, iPad this, this and that. The wife, the husbands, work, work, work. It's, it's so, I'm so tired, Nick. It's, it's, anybody experience anything similar? I'm seeing a few nods. Okay, we're on the right track. Um, that, that sense of it's so busy, right? And then when, uh, and they go, right, enough about me. How about you, Nick? How are you doing? And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm super swamped too. I'm, I'm so busy. Like, Sarah just, wow, I'm just busy, I'm telling you. No, <laughs> you know. Um, but you get the gist. Life gets busy. It's, it's, it's heavy. Things come in the way. Things get in the way. And we just continuously swamp with things. And in this story, we have the story of two sisters, Mary and Martha, who actually do the uh, complete opposite. They do complete two different things. Um, and today, we're going to look at both the stories, both Mary and Martha, and see what we can learn from them and how um, this story can allow us to look at Jesus and rest in Jesus and rest at the feet of Jesus. Um, if you, read, if you read the scriptures and you look at, at the interactions with Jesus, Mary and Martha, you will see that Jesus loved Martha, Mary and her family very, very much. They were really close friends. Um, and in the story, actually, it became quite um, challenging for people to host Jesus. It was quite close to Jerusalem. And so there was a sense of fear and worry about hosting Jesus. Um, but what happens here is actually Mary, Martha and the family don't really care about the authorities or what they think about Jesus in this time. They love Jesus, he is their friends, and they are making a, a, a way for him to, to be welcomed into their homes. They're inviting him, entertaining him, 
hosting him. Jesus, Mary, Martha, close friends. And my first point is this, actually. Um, you heard me talk about the business of life, and my first point is this. And just only two points today. It's this. That business can distract you, or business can drive you to distraction. Business can drive you to distraction. And when we indulge in business, when we indulge in what it means to be busy, uh, we get distracted from the one that matters the most. When we indulge in business, when we indulge in the heaviness of life, in everything that's going around, we lose the focus on the one who matters the most. The reality is that business has become a badge of honor for many. When we, we say we're busy, it kind of, our heart sings with delight. When our schedules are packed, when we tell others we're busy, we find a sense of joy, a sense of accomplishment. Look at my life, I'm so busy. But why is this? Why do we get a sense of joy and pleasure from packing our schedules with work and more work and extra work? Why do we pursue this? But then we get busy, you work hard, and then you get home and you collapse on your sofa. You're exhausted and you're wiped. But 6 a.m. comes and we're doing it all again. And then we rinse and repeat the same process. Surely the result of that business is not worth its pursuit. Whether you're physical, mental, spiritual. Yeah, we do it all the time. In this story, there are two sisters and they do two different things. Martha's legitimate concern was to be a proper hostess. That was a role in this moment. It's a legitimate concern. There's nothing wrong with it. Actually, it's good and it's right. She wants to be a hostess. She wants to host Jesus. She wants uh, to be, make him feel welcome in her home. There was nothing wrong with what she was aiming to do. But the difference between the sisters, between Mary and Martha, is that where Martha wanted to be a, leg- a legitimate, proper hostess, Mary's concern was to be a proper disciple. One is to be a hostess, but Mary's concern was to be a proper disciple. And again, this is not to say that Mary was somehow better than Martha, because Jesus doesn't say, Mary, you are better than Martha, but it's the fact that Mary chose something which is better than the craziness and the busyness of what it means to host, as is in verse 42. A few things are needed, Jesus says, or only one. Mary has chosen what is better. And you see, in the longing and a desire to entertain, to bid uh, Jesus welcome into her home, Martha, and I think sometimes we are also guilty of this in our own homes, uh, we become so focused on our preparation. We focus on the food, on the right drinks, on the cutlery, on the table setting. I'm sure there's no dust in my house, or my mother-in-law's gonna, never going to hear the end of it. We become so focused on the preparation, on what it looks like, that we forget the people that are in our home. We become driven by perfectionism to make sure everything looks nice, everything is dusted, and I've got the right setting, and you know, the right cutlery in the right place, whatever, that we forget the people that we are with, that we feel that the person want the house to look nice and, and, and all clean, but actually the persons only want you. They don't want, well, I hope so anyways, um, they don't want the table layout, the setting, they just want to be with you. And you can see that in the story with Jesus and Mary and Martha. 
Think about this. I hope this, this resonates with you as well. It does with me in my life as well. Anyways, um, my mum is, is a crazy hostess. She is nuts, okay? Like, in a good way, in a good way, okay? Like, Sarah will, Sarah will testify to this. When you come to mum's house, she goes, she's always cooking, doing something in the kitchen, cleaning. I, I don't know. She's just busy. Um, now, imagine Christmas, okay? This is like that on steroids. She's just like, it's, just, it's, it's even... It's, Wild, okay. Um, I hope you've. Ex- I hope you may have experienced this, where in your own Christmases, those who are preparing dinners are juggling like Brussels sprouts and lamb, this, this, that, and, and it gets crazy, and then goes, "You're not helping me do anything. Get out the kitchen." And you're like, "Oh my goodness, you're not cutting the carrots properly in the right, wrong shape." X, Y, Z. It becomes hectic, doesn't it? I'm sure I've seen people are laughing like, "Yes, Nick, that's what. That's my Christmas every year." Every year, what am I going to do about it? I don't know, just pray. Um, but you get, you get the idea, right? It, it, it's, it's crazy. We become focused and driven um, by all these little busy things that we do, all these little extra things. And we forget the people who are in our homes. And it's not even just in the house that we do it. It's not even just for Christmas. But it's, it's, it's the same thing with work as well. We, we, we're so busy trying to impress our boss our colleagues, our friends, our, our, our circle of people around us. Um, we have work and business, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, or I've got this new I don't know, promotion thing, whatever. It's, 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 it's busy, it's, it's, it's heavy. And we can go, hey, look, look at me, I'm doing all this amazing thing, I'm so good, I've got all this time, I'm working so hard, just look at me, keep your eyes on me, look at what I'm doing. But it's not sustainable. This kind of lifestyle is not sustainable. It's, it's exhausting and it's, and it's tiring. We have Martha here who, is, who longs to be a proper hostess, who longs to, be, uh, uh, to welcome Jesus in her home. But listen to what Jesus says to her. He says, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but a few things are needed. You are worried and, and worried about many things. We read in verse 40 that Martha was distracted by all the preparation. Another translation says that Martha was distracted and anxious about the preparations. Jesus in this story doesn't negate or slate or belittle Martha for her keenness, her hospitality. He doesn't. On the contrary, he loves it. He welcomes it. He calls her by name twice with a gentleness about him. But the reality is that Jesus is more concerned with the distractions that will take you away from being still in him. He's more concerned about the distractions that take Martha away from him. You see, Jesus can see the busyness. He can see the weariness. He can see the anxiety, the tiredness that Martha carries. And he asks her, and he's asking us, actually, what are the distractions in my life? What, 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 what are the distractions in your life the anxieties, the troubles, and the worries that stop you from fully resting in Jesus. What are they? And then if you recognize them, how often do you, do, do you acknowledge the weight that they play on your life? Jesus, in, in, in this, this discussion with Martha, he's telling her that these worries of life, these stresses, they will consume you if you don't stop. 
and rest in him. There is only one thing that matters, Jesus says. Mary has chosen what is the better, and that's him. Let me tell you this. Jesus is deeply concerned about your welfare. If you don't know about this, let me tell you right now. Jesus is deeply concerned about your welfare. He's concerned about life, your life, and its entanglements and the worries of this life because he loves you. He doesn't want you to be drawn away from him because we're so bound by the pressures of the world, the pressures that will take us away from Jesus. But rather he wants you to see him for who he is, the one that is better, the one that truly matters, the one in whom you can find rest and the one in whom you can relax in and be in and, and just find comfort and peace. We have to recognize the times, we have to recognize the days and the moments when things are heavy. When you feel exhausted, when you feel tired, when you feel anxious about things. Find a moment, find some peace, Stop, breathe, pray. Ask Jesus to, to give you that peace and start to rest in him. Come to, his, come to him like, Martha, like Mary did, just come to him and just rest in him. My second point is, what is your posture? What is your posture? We have Martha who is caught up in the craziness of what it means to be a hostess in that time. And again, we've said it's, it's not a bad thing that she was a hostess. It's a good thing. But there was Jesus in the midst. But she was more worried about the things that she was doing than Jesus. Mary's posture is one of recognition of who Jesus is. Mary's posture is one of recognition of who Jesus is and the need to be at his feet. You see what we read in verse 40? But Martha was distracted by the preparation. Um, Martha has a go at Mary, and Jesus says, Lord, why, why are you allowing Mary to sit at your feet? Send her to help me out. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. And what we read in Mary's action and her posture, what it symbolizes is her desire for spiritual nourishment. Her desire for spiritual nourishment and recognition of rest in Jesus. And like I've just mentioned before, if we think about it, uh, and if we're frank with, each, with ourselves, society praises hard work and productivity. It makes us feel as if we're winning in life, we can elevate our social status Trying to be the best of all time creates a kind of feeling of importance and it can become addictive. I'm striving, I'm successful. But Jesus says, no. You need to stop. You need to pause. You need to find rest in him. I, I just wonder, maybe if you ponder on your own life or people you know or that you, you, you've worked with, um, when you've worked overtime, or when you've taken work home, 
or felt the need to please your boss. I've had some friends who are teachers and, and the work they take home, this, this, they're in school at five in the morning and they finish work at 9 p.m. just to do it again. I have a mother who's a nurse. I, I know the struggle of what it means to, to work overtime with limited resources. I don't have to keep on going. We know what it looks like. Medical professions, professionals in this country, teachers, doctors, GP surgeries, and you can think of many more than me. Work and stress and life is taxing, it's heavy, it's a lot. They're overstretched, they're overworked, they're tired. There was a survey done by Kingsfern and the NHS, and they found out that 40% of nurses in England had burnouts at one point or another, and 52% of nurses were unwell due to their working environment and conditions. And that is just nurses. Life is heavy, it's a lot, it's taxing, it's stressful. And Mary saw the need to stop and to rest at the feet of Jesus and to hear from him. And what really blew my mind is maybe, I don't think maybe if you don't, if you don't know about this or realize it yourself, is that Mary, Mary would know what it is to be a hostess herself. Mary, as a Jewish woman in that time, would have known exactly what, what was demanded of her is to be a hostess when people are in your home. She would have known that. Just as Martha did it, Mary at points would have done the exact same thing to host people in her home. She knew it. It was part of culture. This is what we do with, with, with Jewish women. This is what we do. We, we host the houses, our thing, we look after it. She would have known this. But something, someone came in her midst that was so much more important than hosting, so much more important than getting caught up in the busyness of life. And his name is Jesus. She saw who he was. And she said, I have to rest at his feet. I cannot go another moment without listening to Jesus. Without my posture showing that I need that spiritual nourishment, I need that rest in him. Mary stopped. She sought Jesus to be near him and to rest in him. In the business of life, in the business of your own life, let me ask you a question. Do you recognize Jesus? Do you stop and think about Jesus? Do you pause and reflect on him? Do you, when things get tough, do you go to your Bible, straight thing, or do you go to every Tom, Dick, and Harry to figure out the answer? Do you see his feet? and bask in his glory and, and read the word and feel the sense of, of the spirit just pouring out over you. And are you aware that Jesus is in the midst of what you're going through? When you are struggling, Jesus says you are not alone. His name, Emmanuel, means God with us. You are not by yourself. Do you recognize Jesus? And if you don't, maybe it's time that we change our posture and become more like Mary. When life gets heavy, we pause and become like Mary. We go on his feet and we listen and we rest in him.
What I love about this story is it's not one of accusation or allegation, but it's a story that shows the need for Jesus in our own lives, the need to find rest in him and to pause when things get heavy. We need to acknowledge that actions like Martha's service and contemplation rest, like what Mary did, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. It's about the need to find a balanced approach to life, to, to work, to rest, to reflection, to fun, to joy, and being with Jesus. So my final question for you today is this. Maybe take it home with you. How could you practically incorporate merry moments in your own life? How can you practically incorporate merry moments in your own life? Maybe you need to be more intentional in praying. Set time aside to pray. Maybe be more intentional in meditation or Bible study or reflection. But how can you be more practical? How can you practically incorporate those merry moments in your own life? What does that look like for you? And so as I wind down, when we come to receive Holy Communion, when we come to this table to hear from him, to receive from him, to remember him, would you take the time to find silence in your soul, in your mind, in your head, in your heart? Take the time to find a sense of stillness as you receive from Jesus at this table. As you approach this table in remembrance of his sacrifice, Contemplate on Jesus. Really just rest in him. Tomorrow is Monday. And for some of you, a busy week ahead. You're even thinking about school, kids returning to school, work, all sorts. Holidays are coming to an end. Rest. Be still in Jesus. Find quiet in who he is. Draw nearer to Jesus as he draws nearer to you. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your son Jesus who calls us to be still, who calls us to rest in him, to find peace in him, to find comfort in him. Where we can find spiritual nourishment at his feet. Where we can find restoration and comfort at his feet. I'll just pray for your church present here that you would give him um, that spiritual nourishment as we come to your holy table. And I pray for the weeks ahead, Lord, that they would find those merry moments, those moments to just um, rest in you, Jesus. Find those moments to just be still and be at your feet. Father, thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for your son. We ask all this in your mighty name. Amen.